Welcome to the Class of 2020 podcast presented by the TRIO Student Support Services Program at Rio Hondo College. The TRIO team has had the pleasure of working with 33 of the most dedicated students. Collectively, they have earned over 50 associate's degrees and all of them will be transferring to four-year universities across the University of California and California State University systems. This will make them the first in their immediate family to earn a bachelor's degree. I'm sure that I don't have to tell you this, but our class of 2020 is resilient, persistent, and absolutely amazing. Their creativity and spirit of persevering through a pandemic will forever make them an unforgettable graduating class. In this spirit, some of our students decided to share recollections of their educational journey, as well as express their gratitude to family and friends through this class of 2020 podcast. A big thank you to those who participated and marked this moment by sharing their memories of life before, during, and after Rio Hondo College. The TRIO team is incredibly proud of you all. So congratulations to you and your families for this huge accomplishment. We wish you the absolute best. The TRIO Student Support Services Program would like to introduce Amber Golunga, Associate of Science in Child Development. Hi, Amber. Hi. So let's get started with our first question. What does education mean to you and your family? So for me, my family, education has always been top priority. Uh, ever since I was a little girl, I felt it's always been instilled in me to continue and, and continue as, um, although like there would be tough times or easy times, um, I just had to push through um, from, let's say like even middle school, um, from elementary school to middle school to high school, I feel it was always um, pushed to always do my best, no matter whether it was a fail or if it was, uh, I don't know, student month or honor roll, you know, I always did my best to, to strive towards that. But I think um, even though uh, it, even though I'd strive towards that, I think sometimes it could get into your head a little bit, but you know, but what, um, we always had to make sure that education was first and that no matter what instances or life that comes around, you don't wanna let it deter you from who you want to become one day. Um, I'm the first in my family of six, six I want, oh yeah. I'm the first, uh, there's six, total of us six living together and I'm the first to continue into, and continue into higher education, apply to four different universities and actually get accepted into all four, which is amazing. Um, and I don't know, I, I can't wait until see where my education can take me and I don't wanna let, um, my degree to also, I don't want my degree to tell me or say that I could only do one thing. I, with my education, I want it to take me to so many places and I, I don't want my degree to limit me. Um, education for me has always been top priority and 
<laughs> and a matter of fact, I think I want to instill that on others, which is why I'm also hopefully one day become an educator or or work or work with people like myself who may need that extra guidance and um, get them to their they, where they want to be. Uh, so yeah, I I know. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was like, um, so no matter how hard it gets or how struggling it may be, I just always want to push through and yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> well, I know that from what I've observed of you for the last couple of years, I know that you're going to be a wonderful educator. Thank um, you. <laughs> always very inspiring. So I try my best. <laughs> I do my best. I like I try to instill on others and be an example, especially I have nine amazing nieces and nephews and I want to be that example for them myself. Like I want to set set a bar, set an example so show them that they too can be where I'm at or even further than I can go one day. Yeah, absolutely. I feel exactly the same way. And going back to that that desire to be an educator. I'm interested to know, how does Rio Hondo fit in your educational journey? Um, I know that you've had a very unique experience in, in high school. And so can you talk more about that and how you came to find that Rio Hondo was the right fit for you? Yes, so I went to public school like from elementary into, I was a Greenwood Angel in, high, in middle school. I was a La Merced, Trojan, I want to say it was. Then I went in because I kept up good grades in middle school. I um, I was on roll uh, 4.0. <laughs> I I mean I always did my best. I tried to strive to do my best. I actually was applied towards the end of my eighth grade year or somewhere in there. I remember my mom applying to for me to go to St. Paul High School for tuition assistance and at first I actually did not get accepted into that and um, you know I felt discouraged and I went ahead and we were like okay let's go to my my first choice was actually going to be to go to Sure High School uh, the high school where my mom used to go to and then next thing you know um, on the day I registered or within that day or the day after but I remember being really close to that day. I get a phone call from St. Paul High School and they let my mom know that they had an opening for me. They had some extra help that I can get. So I went ahead to made, made my, after fully registering at Sure High School and all, everything was a good to go. Um, I accept, we accepted St. Paul. She ultimately left it up to me to choose if I wanted to go. And I was like, you know what, let me just take this opportunity. And so I did, I was there for four years. Made, um, it was a unique and different experience for sure. It was a St. Paul High School, a private Catholic school. So main, a lot of their um, description of the high school or their, uh, I would, how do I put it? Um, their mission statement, it's like, it's faith, uh, faith-based, and uh, also 
like a college preparatory school. So definitely college in high school was really instilled in us. Um, they wanted us to go to the four years. They, they really uh, made it a point to like, um, to have like, uh, what is it? Um, can we go to other schools uh, or campus like tours. campus tours? They'd have representative, yes, campus tours, representatives coming over. Um, and I remember, I remember like, okay, like I want to be that, I want to get to that four year. Um, like I remember, I still this day, I still love USC. And um, I was in band for all, I want to say from sixth, sixth grade. So um, that's a whole other story, you know. Uh, but I was in band from sixth grade. So like I loved the USC marching band. So I was like, oh, I got to go to USC. And for sure, my um, brother's would be like oh aren't you going to USC aren't you going to USC that's my brothers <laughs> um and then I had and so it came time towards applying to schools junior year I want to say junior year and I remember like feeling like oh is this for me like I don't know if I'm good enough like my grades were okay but I don't for personally I don't know I felt they could be better um, so when I went to, uh, applying or talking with my counselor, I remember oh, her asking me like, oh, what do you want to do? I, uh, I ultimately said like, I wanted to work with children and I wanted to, had, I had this high, like this big dream of like, I want to be a pediatrician. I want to do all this. And I actually was looking and, but I feel like I, I had the support there, but I've often found that time in times that I was the type of person who struggled to ask questions. I've always been the shy type. Like my family, with my family, it's one story, but when, so they see me, um, I could act crazy and have fun and talking with them all the time. But when it comes to on the outside of, even in school, even up to now, even in, in to Rio, I did have, I was, shy I was hesitant to ask questions I felt like I didn't want to infringe on other people's journeys or I don't know I was very sympathetic or to like teachers time and like oh I don't want to bother them so when it came time to apply to colleges I I didn't really have that like college that teacher guidance that I felt I've had ever since I even when I came to Rio um when I went to, I remember in, on top of not having the guidance that I had, I also <laughs> recall hearing a teacher like, I don't wanna say shaming, it, but like kind of saying like, oh, oh, you gotta go to a four year. Oh, if you're a two year, it's like, what's the reason? And I remember kind of taking that in and feeling discouraged and I'm like, huh? And at that point, I think it was towards the end of the getting closer and closer towards graduation. And I had already determined that I was like, you know what, I, at this point, like, not that I wasn't ready for four year, but I feel that I think I need to figure out what I want to do first. And 
along that also find out who I am as a person or what my values were or or um, what path I wanted to really take. So I was, I, when I remember hearing that teacher saying that, I was like, oh, am I not that good enough? Will I ever, I remember doubting, like, will I ever get there? Well, I mean, along the way during Rio, I, my journey at Rio, I did feel that way sometimes. And I'd look at, back at that, but then I had to like snap out of it and be like, Amber, you could do this, you know. Um, so going into Rio, I, I heard about Rio because my sister, my sister Shannon also went to Rio and I was like, you know what, I'm going to give this a go. <laughs> I have to, I, education was so important to me that I had to, wherever it was, I had to go wherever, what journey I was like, I have to start somewhere, whether it's two year, four year, I don't know, trade school. I was like, I had to do something. And my parents were like, were always, uh, or my family, like just go to school and didn't matter. We didn't have to pay. I didn't have to, I didn't have to pay for rent. I didn't have to buy my own things, but I had to continue. So as I went to Rio, I definitely start, I started off on one journey and totally went on the opposite. Like I was con continuing and trying to go for nursing and just the, as it got closer and closer. So this last fall, it was that decision time and whether I wanted to continue with nursing or if it was just not me anymore, it, I ultimately decided it was not for me anymore. Not that I didn't love it. Not that I, I still love working with patients in contact, but Rio helped me find, at Rio, it helped me find who I was and what my values were. And when I on, began on the journey of doing child development, I was like, it got closer to what I wanted to do. Like, um, I always knew I wanted to work with children and but after taking several courses I was like this is for me and definitely uh and definitely through this experience I can say I finally found the path of of which I want to go and I'm more than excited and beyond excited and I just hope that everyone um and I'm thankful for having a supportful, supporting family that has helped me, not help me make the decision, but support my decision. Um, <laughs> even going into when I, uh, touching when I did decide, I was, I, in myself, I felt a, sh a little ashamed that I had decided, but, uh, but my family made sure and made it a point to say, why are you ashamed? He is, as, least I was able to find it out now before I continued and figured out that it was not something like so definitely through this my experience at Rio it helped me really find my passion and really really helped me see what I want to do for the rest of my life am I completely set on what I want to do as soon as I'm finished with school not exactly but <laughs> again I 
don't want my degree to limit me. So I'm like, why can't I do it all? I want, um, I'm here going to be graduating with a total of three, three different degrees and two certificates. I, I have so much, I've gained so much experience at Rio Hondo and I'm so grateful for many of opportunities. I mean, even though I didn't continue with nursing, I still learned so many value experiences. I got to hear so many stories when working with patients. Um, they opened me up to finding myself and finding who I am. Even and even so, now that I'm, I'm still continuing to volunteer because I was going for nursing. I still get to explore and see, and that's where I and work with so many patients and learn so many stories and journeys through the through patients and healthcare workers in the hospital. And I've. Uh, which has led me to also find that uh, of hearing about child life specialists. And that has made me so intrigued that I love working with children and teaching children. And also I love working in the hospital and being around children. So why can't I do both? I could, I could teach and I could work in hospital. I, I don't think my degree should limit me, honestly. And so my, education experience at Rio and all in all has definitely been a one of a kind and a unique journey. And I hope it's the same for many others. Oh, thanks for sharing. That's awesome. Going back to that idea, you've mentioned a lot about your family being extremely supportive of you and, um, really kind of picking you up even when you felt ashamed about maybe leaving nursing, right? Or not yeah. do a four-year. And so we know that a journey like this doesn't happen alone. So mm. I'd like to pretend like you're speaking to your family, your friends, your loved ones. What words of gratitude would you say to them <laughs> to complete this part of your educational journey? Okay. So definitely, uh, I would not be here where I am today without them, honestly, through, through all the good and all the bad, I, I would not change any of it. You guys have supported me. You have bought me school supplies. Like, um, times were tough when we were younger, for sure. Um, so, but you, <laughs> excuse me they have all of my family has contributed to who I am and I don't say that just because it, it sounds nice I really mean it <laughs> they uh, from my parents my dad has shown me that I have to work hard for what I want I have to um, I have to uh, <laughs> be better and do great <laughs> excuse me i didn't realize i would be emotional <laughs> oh don't apologize this is more time <laughs> you say thank um, you to them yeah you want. You i don't you have the right to be emotional <laughs> yeah i don't say it that often but i do mean it my mom she's always instilled to be kind and 
supported me no matter what my decision was. When I failed, she'd be like, Amber Ray. Um, but she was like, or she, we'd always joke. She's like, a B. Why'd you get a B? But <laughs> she was like, oh, she's always been my number one supporter. Showed up to all of my events. Showed up to my awards. She showed up to most almost everything for um, me, my brothers, my siblings, um, my dad, and my mom. They've always done the best they could for us, and uh, I really appreciate it all. Um, like, I, I do. I appreciate everything and love them. <laughs> I would not be where I am today without them. I could, they could say that, no, I'm one, I'm there. We, I like to joke with my parents, my mom saying, I know I'm your favorite, but you can't say it. I tell that to a lot of people in my family, but, <laughs> but, but I like to think that um, no matter what it, uh, what it is we go through in our family, they're, they're always there, there for us and support our decisions and, and everything that we do, no matter what. Um, I have to thank um, my grandparents. I have to thank for they always, they always supported on what I wanted, what I want to do. My grandma always says, oh, I'll always be there for you, no matter what. If it's anything big or small, I will always help the best that I can. My grandpa, he always showed me that. Oh, work hard. He. I filmed through my, from my grandpa. I, they, he instilled on my aunts and uncles that they have to do their part and they have to just be supportive and work hard. It's definitely one of the things my grandpa has instilled. I have to thank my aunt, my aunt Nancy, because because <laughs> she has helped me out so much um I like my mom says it too and she says she's like my second mother and she's supported me she was one of the people that I felt like um, when I changed when not changed my mind but when I ultimately decided that I wanted to go another route but if um, she supported me and she she has helped me pay for things, helped me get situated with school. She was the one who took me to my first visit to Rio Hondo. And and um, I was there with my sister and we visited um, the campus and took me to go uh, find my classrooms and things like that. And actually right this a few days ago, the, on the 20, April 25th on her birthday, she helped me pay for my college um the fee for college the ecd yeah, the yes the enrollment fee and so that was very helpful i could go on and on about my family my aunt cindy my aunt gloria my uncle johnny my aunt cindy has always been the one who's made me laugh when i was when i was like sad or doubted myself my Gloria she she's always been supportive and and all of 
my family has been there and ultimately helped me get through school and get me, whether it was like buying me uh, school supplies, like my Uncle Johnny. Yeah, I remember in middle school where it was a little hard for us. My, um, her money was tight. He'd uh, buy us our school supplies or buy us some clothes just so we could uh, go to school or get things we needed. Same for my aunts and my parents and my parents, everyone. I can't just mention one person who has been, has helped me, got me here. And they all have. And for my siblings, although we ruffle feathers so many times, my brothers, they do, Brad and Steven, my twin brothers, or my older siblings, Although we ruffle each other's feathers, ultimately they always want what's good for us, the best for us, and they support support me. Um, for my nine amazing nie nieces and nephews, like I, throughout my journey, I've always kept in mind them. I want, I want to be a model for them. I want to. I want to be the example for them. I want them to see that no matter through anything you could get, you could go far as long as you believe in yourself and you have a good support system, um, they could do anything. And I want them to know that I'm always gonna be there for them no matter how big or small. I contribute a lot of what I wanna do to all of them. I remember I I knew I wanted to work with kids ever since I was in kindergarten, but like when I first had my nephew, Isaiah, and then I had Destiny and then Ronnie and then Aiden, Frida, AJ, Logan, Dylan. Every every time I was um, I was great um grateful I'm grateful to my siblings. That's the bestest gifts they could ever give me. Those kids. And they been strongly the reason why I want to get to where I want to be and I think of them throughout my journey and think of them throughout my learning all my classes and child development like uh, I truly appreciate everyone um I I may forget to say a few people's names but like even if I don't say your name if I've, if I, I always say, even if I don't say your name or if I've, if you've been in my life one way or another, you have definitely made an impact in my life and helped me get to where I want to be. Um, that goes for friends, family, distant cousins, everyone. Um, but I have to really uh, say that everyone, no matter where they are, or if we don't talk as much, I mean a lot to my cousins. I've always been, before I had nieces and nephews, I had cousins and they definitely were the ones pushing me to be better too. Like my cousin Carrington and Addison and, and Jason and the ones, ultimately they I grew the ones that I have grown grown up with I remember again on the decision day that I 
decided to go into child development, I went to call into my cousin Carrington and she ensured to me that, you know what, this, just because I, I shouldn't feel ashamed, I shouldn't feel ashamed for changing that, um, you know, God puts us, God's really the one who will guide us. And um, she instilled in me, I mean, she's younger than me, but she, definitely she's one who really instilled to like push harder and get through, get through no matter how difficult it is. And um, I have to be thankful to her because definitely she's a good word of wisdom. And um, cousin Addison and Jason, they always like, oh, yeah, but you're so great. You're so good. You're so you could get through it all. My, they would say, oh, you're very good at crafts. Any encouragement that I have gotten from anyone has definitely helped me get to who I who I am. And again, I can't narrow or I can't nail, narrow it down to one person or even like a small bunch. I have to give it to everyone. I'm I'm grateful for everyone and what they have done for me. What no matter how big or how small. Um, for showing up or showing up to my parade, my concerts, parades at Whittier for in, when I was in band or my choir, my choir uh, recitals or my honor roll or my awards or my anything that I've ever done or my old scholarship banquet that uh, from Rio, my graduation or count any accomplishments or any fails, I I couldn't have got through the got through them without many of my family or friends or anyone. I couldn't I am thankful for all of them, all of you. And I couldn't have gotten here without you. I I truly appreciate every single one of you. And I don't say it often, but I really do. And I love every one of them, one of you. And I hope this this podcast that we're doing and all the events or all the pictures of the, my accomplishments, they're all dedicated to each and every one of you. Um, I would not be where I am at today without you. And I can't wait to see how far I go because no matter where how far wherever I go every one of you have a part of it and thank you I am grateful and love everyone and thank you (laughs) so let's tell your family all of the schools like tell them your transfer plans because I want (laughs) them to know the schools that you applied to definitely which ones accepted you and <laughs> where you have decided to commit? So I have upon, uh, as I, excuse me, <laughs> as I applied, I mean, I, there's a lot of schools that I could, could have replied to, but I chose, ultimately chose to only apply to UCs. I'm sorry, CSUs, oops, <laughs> CSUs. And so I applied to 
Cal State Dominguez Hills, uh, Cal Poly Pomona, uh, Fullerton, and Cal State LA. And I was, I was beyond ecstatic. And I never knew that I could. Or, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I knew I could get there, but I always, I don't know. So I got accepted into all four schools. And um, ultimately, I had decided to attend the University of Cal State Los Angeles. Yeah. Yay, Cal State well, LA. <laughs> <laughs> the Cal State LA. <laughs> yeah. Aww, yeah. Congrats. Uh, thank you. Decision. I know that's agonizing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Um it just the other day, I was like, oh my goodness, I can't believe it, but I finally, I did it, and may it took me some time, but you know, I did it. I, I contribute a lot to my family, yes, but you know what, I, I too did this, I did a lot of this on my own, and I got there. I, um, I'm proud of myself, too, <laughs> and it's taken a lot to get to where I am, and even to say, like, you know what, I'm proud of myself. But I, you know what I am. And so with that being said, like, I'm excited to start in the fall, see the new challenges it's going to bring. Um, I hope to uh, continue and get, well, my my bachelor's in child, uh, excuse me, child development. And I've also been um, doing a little research. And recently I talked to a child life specialist at the hospital I volunteer, and she was, uh, she was giving me a little bit of advice and you know what and I, I truly believe that a degree should not limit you so and i want to do everything i want to do as much as i can honestly so after i complete child life um excuse me child development at cal state la who knows what i want to do next and i hope to become a teacher and you know what i could be a child life specialist too you know what? i could do anything i wanted to and i love it yeah, found confidence. In yeah, I could be anything I want to be, but I just have to focus. <laughs> just focus, and you know what? I could do it. Yeah. Awesome. So let's go into the next question, which the next two sections are going to be more of a reflection. Um, and okay. so, as part of as part of the class of twenty twenty. You have been faced with many challenges, such as a sudden transition to online courses, having a non-traditional graduation, transferring in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. You've been hit with a lot lately. Um, so, what yes, <laughs> so what reflections <laughs> or realizations have you had as a result of this experience? Okay, so through this experience, it's been a little crazy or a little wild one. It's definitely... Um, Getting, taking a lot to getting used to. I mean, we're on our last few three or so, three or so weeks of school left, and um, it's still not easy for me. I still, you know, lose focus here and there. I'm easily distracted, but you know, ultimately, even if I'm cranking it in at the last 30 minutes before it's 11:59, before it's due, <laughs> I'm doing it. But you know what? I'm getting it done. Um, definitely has helped made me appreciate school. I mean, I've always been one to love school. My mom has always says that I was the one who was helping other students or with their homework or even in kindergarten. I 
because in child development we get to ref I'm where get to reflect about my childhood and like all the things I've gone through or back to when I was in school and definitely she's like I asked her one day like what kind of child was I she's like oh you're an easy child I'm like okay and then she's like I was like how was I in kindergarten she's like oh you love um that I was always the one to help the other kids and I've known myself ever since so I can remember I've always been the type to uh, the type to go straight to my homework. I don't know. I was, I was a little school nerd and, um, but definitely through this experience more so I feel it's made me appreciate like going to school. I mean, I love going to school. I, I always have, even when I was a little late to a class or something, I, oh, I, it, throw off my whole day because I have to be early on time and so definitely when this happened it threw a big curveball to me I'm like I miss school I miss school I miss school and even more so I'm like I cannot wait to go back I need to be in the classroom I need to be in front of other people um, luckily I've had a few uh, classmates that I've been able to reach out and help me like ask questions but this experience has also made me get out of my comfort zone and my little shell and go to my teachers and ask questions. I mean, I'd ask questions, but I know I not as much as I should. Definitely, it's made me ask questions and uh, be more on top of things and, and take the initiative more so. And uh, I, these, uh, I don't know, but it's it's definitely been a very wild and weird one, but you know, it's my last semester, my last yeah semester at Rio Hondo. So every day is it's a struggle. That's not a struggle. It's just take it day by day at this point, and um, I'm just gonna enjoy it and still appreciate everything that people like you, Brenda, have done for me. Um, I, I definitely would not be able to get through this or be on top of things if it weren't for you as far as like the college, uh, colleges and things like that. I know <laughs> definitely someone like you or teachers who um, look out for us. Um, it's It's been a little easier, but still difficult. But um, day by day, like I say all the time, when you ask me, uh, day by day. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can all say that yeah. it will be an unforgettable. Definitely. <laughs> like, what'd you do? Or if we look back from years from now, like, um, yeah, that was some time. But you know what? What, what can you do? <laughs> and now you'll have this podcast to share with your nieces and nephews. So, they're going to be like, Auntie? Really? <laughs> oh my goodness. I love those kids. All of them. The, the oldest one's uh, going to be 15, and the youngest one right now is just 10 months. He's going to be 11 months soon. So I was like, here you guys go. <laughs> this is for them and for everyone. Yeah. Definitely. Again, back to those nieces and nephews. They're the best gifts ever. Just saying. And I. I, I miss them all. I'm having niece and nephew withdrawals. Like I'm used to seeing them every weekend or 
talking to him all the time, like, I miss you. <laughs> I tell, I've already told my siblings, like, or my sister, or like, and I'm like, once it's all over, I'm taking them for like a week, or <laughs> they're like, okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So in closing, what parting words would you leave for TRIO students who will continue at Rio? Okay, so I'm going to leave it with like, a, I don't know, just keep, keep it up. Um, don't let anything discourage you. And um, you do find those, there will be times where you'll have a few moments where you're going to doubt yourself. But don't let it because ultimately you are you and no one can no one, excuse me, no one can tell you who to be or what to become. Ultimately, it's all your decision. Um, I tell, I like to remind that to my cousins or my nieces and nephews or everyone. That I always write for birthdays or things like that or, or letters, things that I always remind them, like, remember that they're unique. They're strong, they're smart, they don't let anyone define who they are. Um, every journey is unique and don't be afraid that if it goes, a, if it's a little, it's way different or a little different than someone else's because everyone's on their own time and everyone's on their own journey. Everyone has different stories to tell, good, bad, ugly. You just have to be willing to find it in yourself that like power that strength to push through because ultimately you you're going to school or you're doing all this for you yes you have your family and you want to get you do it for them too but you have to do this ultimately for yourself too you have to find value and love who you are and love how far you've come you have to you know, appreciate those fails because, you know, sometimes those fails are things that push you to, like, go forward. Um, I remember sitting down with one of my teachers, one of my teachers, and I was struggling in her class, and um, it's my, for one, my physiology class, and for the semester before I was going to apply to nursing school, she, uh, instead of like discouraging, she really was like, you know what? It's okay that that this is not, even if I don't end up in the road that I am, you know, there's so many great things out there that might fit for you. Like you have to be open-minded and you have to appreciate all the resources that are given, especially like in TRIO. <laughs> definitely would have not gotten, I wouldn't have been able to like get through this, these last few semesters without being in TRIO because it's really a unique experience and they really want all the best for you and they want you to get to your goals and they want you to reach your dreams and succeed. You'll, you'll find those teachers or those mentors or those advisors that ultimately only want the best for you and 
you they can only do so much so ultimately it's up to you to decide you to follow your dreams and for you to push forward and push through again like i had a interesting childhood and it was not always the best days we'd have our highs and we had our lows but honestly i would not change anything i would anything i would not change anything honestly um i've learned so many valuable experiences all of what i've gone through and has pushed me towards where i want to be you have to take every experience you have with a grain of salt and you have to help it push you to your goals follow your dreams it's going to be tough you'll and doubt yourself but but you can, you have to not care what other people think what people think you have to do it for you and you have to go confidently i want to like leave it with the quote one of my favorite quotes actually that you know, i'll probably put it in my graduation <laughs> montage or something or i when i graduated once before i put i put this quote on my cap and i have it on my wall you know it's one of my favorites by henry david thoreau it's um i'm gonna leave it with this it's go confidently in the direction of your dreams and i'm gonna do that thank you thanks so much amber i I absolutely love your words and I know what a huge fan you are of quotations. So oh, definitely. <laughs> I write them down all the time. I love quotes. <laughs> I've, I've been listening to you through this podcast. I am reminded of our first gen celebration back in the fall. Yeah. And we got to silk screen um, some posters. And I remember I have this picture of you, actually. I just pulled it up. Um, oh, I have okay. a picture of you with your artwork and the quotation you used was dream big and dare to fail. And I think yeah. that that just encapsulates your entire journey at Rio so well. And yeah. so I want to thank you for being such an outstanding, um, you know, part of our trio family. And yeah. I am so excited for all that's to come for you. And I know you're going to do yeah fabulous things and you know thank you and we are so proud of you thank you so much i say thank you brenda like really <laughs> one of the best people that i've come been come to get to know at real honestly <laughs> i kind of not got gone through all this application all this craziness with school and stuff with like out you and all this college and experience um, leading up to this four year without you honestly it's been my pleasure thank you yeah you guys make my life so much better um so thank you and please keep in touch and i want to know all about what's happening over at cal state la i will i'm pretty sure i'll come back i'm i mean i love to come and talk chit chat you know i will i will (laughs) just to stop by (laughs) a random day (laughs) thank you thank you so much